(laughs) (laughs) And now, Indy City Football Live! It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Hello and welcome to ICF Live. Yes, that is Indy City Football Live. And we're finally going to wrap up the 2019 season. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Josh Baker. I have with me... Jason Chisholm. Jay Desai. And Alicia Baker. And we are here to talk about Indy City Football, which, as you know, is the greatest neighborhood rec soccer league in the world. Produces note... The episode was delayed by 12 to 18 weeks because the producer was extremely busy fighting for the Fredonian people on the Eastern Front. He cannot go into more details for obvious reasons. Consequently, some references may be incorrect or those things have passed. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, And as that status, there comes uh, people that want to talk about it. So that's why we are the only podcast about a neighborhood soccer league ever. Uh, I have some big news uh, for the group coming up later in the episode about the neighborhood soccer. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So let's uh, go ahead and talk about the second week of playoffs. Uh, If... Like me, it's been a while since you thought about Indy City football. Uh, you may need to be reminded that uh, one of the quarterfinals had already been played going into the second week, and that was uh, Mapleton uh, beating Woodruff in a big upset. In penalties. Yes. And so then we had the other three quarterfinals to start off the 6 p.m. hour of the second week of the playoffs. We had Heron Morton. Defeating Speedway one to nothing. Very close game. Very close game. Yeah, and if if, we, if I remember correctly, Speedway had beat them the last week of the regular season. Yes. Is that right? So mm-hmm. was a testy match for them. And uh, turns out, spoiler, it was the closest game of the playoffs for Heron Morton. Um, let's see. What were other results? You had Mass Ave uh, going through Fletcher Place two to one, so number eleven seed advanced onto the semifinals. And uh, if I remember correctly, uh, MJ was gone. And Derek. And Derek, yeah, and Derek yeah. in Finland, which uh, kept uh, Fletcher Place well, it made Fletcher Place be a little bit weaker than they would have been otherwise. So, but Mass Ave kept rolling. They were on a hot streak going into the playoffs, and mm-hmm. Fletcher Place could not stop them. Uh, the last quarterfinal was... The last quarterfinal was uh, your team of destiny, the Royals, uh, versus Upper Downtown. Unfortunately, we lost. <laughs> we yes, were our, not destined to be as so Our journey ended in the quarterfinals, unfortunately. It was, it was uh, a close game, 4-3. Really, really hard game. It there was, was some questionable refereeing <laughs> decisions made. Just ev- everything about that game was frustrating if you were an Old North fan. Yeah. Um, I think three of the goals 
were directly from mistakes that were made. Yeah, like really basic mistakes. Like like accidentally like kicking the ball to a player that's right in front of you that's on the other team mistakes. Or like j- jumping in front of the goalie when he's trying to clear the ball. Oh, I saw that one. Uh, I did see that one. And there were You guys did manage to race back and save it. And then yes. directly the, gave up a throw-in to a throw-in goal. Yeah. yeah. Um and it, I'll just touch on the ref stuff a little bit because the first call of the game was incorrect. Uh, the ball went out off of one of the upper downtown people uh, behind my goal, and it should have been a goal kick. And the ref gave a corner, and I was like, "What?" Because like it was the wrong call, and when you see the wrong call, you have a reaction. You're like, "Ah, no!" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, shortly after that. We kicked the ball out on their goal line. Like, very clearly. Very clearly. And I jokingly said, that's a corner. <laughs> and the ref <laughs> took Did not like that. a lot of offense to it. <laughs> and uh, things went downhill from there because I, he, I guess he thought I was showing him up. And he dressed me down later uh, and said that he... If I kept talking, he would, like, call something a a corner again instead of a goal kick in the other team's favor. And I think he was trying to joke with me, but it was... That wasn't a joke. It was really weird, and it just... yeah. From there on, he was just a little bit biased. And he also was calling... That's how he felt. That's how he felt. It just also... There's a lot of stuff that, like, he just was calling, and he wasn't saying, like, play... You know, just keep playing... And if you dispossess the ball, we'll give it back to you and give you a kick. Like, there's no advantage or anything. And so there's, like, a lot of really good plays for both teams where they were going or we were going, and then it would just stop because he'd, like, call the ball, call a whistle, and then it was like, well. I do have to address that one of our uh, Old North players uh, was horrible in dealing with uh, a ref that wasn't on his side. And uh, Was that your cousin? That person will be unnamed. And uh, was abusive towards the ref, which is not what you should do in that situation and was was unacceptable. So there was bad things all around, and it was just a frustrating game. And so... I said we end the season. And, like, we lost to um, Winter Place in the last game of the season. Or the regular season, yeah. And it was, like, a really good game. And we left, like, feeling good at the end of that game, even though we lost. We did not leave feeling super pumped after that. But, you know, sometimes crap happens. You learn from it. You move on. And we also then got to hang out with uh, Bates and MKU and play in their, uh, what was the name of the game? Oh, it was an exhibition game between uh, future teams, the... Windsor Park Rangers and the 38th Street Wanderers. <laughs> you so, didn't realize it, but you guys were playing as the 38th Street Wanderers. <laughs> okay. The we, Red Line Wonders. Uh, yeah, that was that was a good way to distract ourselves from the the crushing disappointment of losing was to play in the friendly. I will say, I scored a goal in that game. It was right, they said, next goal wins. You know, the game's going to be over. Someone, like, kicked a corner. I was behind the box. I was on the back side of the box. I headed it in, and it went top right corner of the post. It was, like, a really tough angle. And I was like, 
why couldn't I do that in the earlier game? <laughs> in the real game. <laughs> but it was still fun. We had a good time kicking the ball around. All right, so let's go to real action. Hopefully, Jason watched these because uh, the other yeah. three of us were playing. Yeah. Um, so in the first semifinal, we had number eight, Mapleton, versus number four, Downtown. Yeah, while you guys were off playing around, I was doing the, um, the podcast's work. And, uh, Great. Kept watching these games. We had Upper Downtown, Mapleton. Mapleton took a, a loss. They they couldn't keep up their uh, their role from beating Woodruff the week prior in that stunning upset, and fell to Upper Downtown five to three. And Heron Morton, uh, it really wasn't a uh, as close of a game as it shows, but Heron Morton won three to one over Mass Ave, mm. stopping their advancement as well. So uh, both higher seeds won. And uh, that sets your final for a two versus four. Uh, let's go back and talk about Mapleton mm-hmm. Upper Downtown for a sec. This again for what the third or fourth straight year since we've had the sixteen team playoff. The team that plays the wi- that wins the quarterfinal of the first week has Always gone on to lose. lose their semifinal. Yep. Always. So that's interesting. I'm not sure. I mean, Jordan's theory is that the the other team is warmed up because they played. Do we have any data on playing two games back to back? Heron Wharton and Upper Downtown both won back to back games. That's a good one. I don't. Good question. What? We'll have to look at the stats for next year. Heron Wharton and Upper Downtown both played at seven o'clock or six o'clock, then played at seven o'clock. Well, I mean, and they by, both won. by yeah. definition, every team that has made the final since they haven't been... So it's everyone, 100%. Well, well so if, if the quarterfinalists... So moving on to the finals, because I see what I did wrong there. Yeah, if the, <laughs> uh, the quarterfinalists... We have the, Heron Morton, okay. number two, versus Upper Downtown, number four. I do see what I did wrong there. It's 100%. <laughs> yeah, uh, 100% of the finalists have won finalists two games won two before games they... Going into yeah. Because Mapleton lost. And if they were to win, it would break that streak. Yes. But the okay. final. We got you. The final. Number two, Aaron Morton versus number four, Upper Downtown. Now, I will say by this point, I was pretty drunk <laughs> and not really paying attention to this game. Uh, we, I, I feel like we were also not paying a lot of attention to this game, um, which is why apparently no one knows the score. I think Jay said he, you talked to uh, Aaron Morton's goalie. That's right. He said it was 4-2. 4-2. But... Uh, no one from Indy City Football wrote down the score. And there were quite a few of us watching it. And there was a grill going on. I'm sure you were there. You saw that. So we that were... was post game though. Yeah. Oh no, we started during the final. Yeah, yeah. we just no, we uh, didn't have a lighter, so we did. We couldn't start until much later. Halfway. It was really dark when we got done. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the final was the final. Heron Morton pr- was pretty much in control and the entire many, game. How many stars is that for them? Uh, too many. Um, they. You have three. Three I mean, wins. I, I don't think that there was much interesting from the game. It, it felt that Upper Downtown felt aggrieved by the ref, uh, which was at least personally a little satisfying since they <laughs> were now on the other end of the same referee. Uh, calling things against them instead of calling things for them. Uh, but uh, your robots won again. and uh, It's time. It's time to break them up. I just want to say we need to break have... Break up Aaron and Morton. We need stricter cherry-picking calls 
against Taryn Warden. We also just oh. need salary caps and like salary caps, and caps. we need to have like transfers like worked into based this. off of their per- their wages. Well, that could like yes. take MKU out of the personal league. wages. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe. So tweet at us. What would you do? To uh, to bring down Heron Morton. That's right, because we we're unable to do it on the soccer field. So what can we do it outside? <laughs> what can we do? So, I mean, I just I don't want to I don't want to like talk about arson because I know there's been a lot of like porch fires in Heron Morton. What? Did you not hear about this couple Why weeks ago? Why did you bring up arson? I'm just saying, don't go that far. <laughs> so we're not telling How would that you help? to. What she's, saying, what she's saying is she's already tried it. It hasn't worked. Yeah. Do something different. Uh. Don't don't light people's porch furniture on fire to try to break up their soccer team. Please. Yeah, it won't work. <laughs> um, at, personally, I thought of a rule that I think would help and spur some, uh, some competition is that the lowest placed team in the... Uh, outside the league standings, so, so your volunteer, your transit, your party, your challenge standings, the lowest placed team in those standings gets deducted 20 points at the end of the season. That's a lot of points. That's a lot <laughs> of points. It's a lot of points. It would and make sure everyone volunteers more, yeah, carpools that, more, drinks more. It would also make sure apart. that one team didn't come back the following year. <laughs> it would just make sure Every their year. team <laughs> make their team more unified. Because they would be volunteering, yeah. <laughs> riding in cars together, and Here's the partying deal. after. The that. last two years, Heron Morton has been last in participation. Yes. They do need to up their and participation. So, Morton are just the cool kids who they don't need to study. They just well, they send them back well, to the class, but they the still thing. get straight A's. It's just I a just... bummer because the point of this league is to yes. be involved. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The and last place finishing team this year being Irvington it's a fantasy draft pick where they get to choose one player <laughs> yes. off the Aaron Morton team to play on their team the following year. It's just not a fantasy. Guy. That would be a reality draft pick. <laughs> True. It would, be a, it would be a real draft a pick. A real draft pick. Uh, I, well, 20 oh, points is a lot. I'm just is. starting the conversation there so that the Overton, tone, the Overton window is closer to what I want. <laughs> uh, well, Aaron Morton may be um, like decimated in free agency through the offseason. Yeah, unlikely since maybe, most of them live there and they all play together. Maybe, maybe our goal is that you just get all the ladies on the team pregnant so they can't play anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> That's another pretty bad idea. <laughs> That's another terrible... So I, have, I can wow. tell you some information that... I, what? Why do you have such bad ideas today? <laughs> well, they're all very aggressive ideas. Yes? Yeah. I'm just telling you. We just to bring them down a couple notches. I mean, <laughs> essentially just... Mm, okay. <laughs> so I've I spoke forced to pregnancy. several. I'm not saying forced pregnancy. If they're in happy, healthy relationships, just kind of nudge yeah. them towards you know if that's what they want. She's like... not saying pierce any condoms. Oh no! No, don't don't do that. I wasn't going that far. Jay took <laughs> She's that not far. saying that. <laughs> Jay, why you have for us? I I I so I know several people um on Upper Downtown and a couple people on uh Heron Morton and. The upper downtown people were saying that they were just actually really surprised that they went that far. So they would have liked to win, but they could tell pretty quickly they were like, "Uh oh, we're kind of outgunned." Mm. Yeah. You had two teams who had played, uh, you know, closing in on two hours of soccer. Yeah. Um, maybe more, three hours, I guess. Um, and 
both teams were tired. Oh yeah. But one team had a pretty much flawless goalie. Yeah. So they took a lot of shots. Like Upper Downtown took a lot of shots, but they were all stopped. Um, yeah. And Heron Morton also has. So here, here's the thing. Heron Morton's goalie is leaving to go to Bates Hendricks <laughs> next year. Breaking news. We don't know that yet. I mean, Bold. there's a long time. It's true. They could lobby him day. for nine months. Yeah. Um, but also, I hear that, uh, I don't know his last name, but Chris, he is a really good striker for Heron Morton. He actually lives in Fountain Square. They, he and his wife are leaving uh, Woodruff. I mean, uh, they're also leaving Heron Morton. Wow. So Did both are. Square? So maybe, the, know, maybe they're just going to break themselves them. up without us even yeah. having to. Well, <laughs> those guys, they have a strategy. They know people. They know the soccer players. They'll yeah. find a way. Yeah. yeah. They, they, so. Those players that good, they know other players that good. Yeah. Unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Hate it. They all hang out at the cool players bar. <laughs> um, so let's move on. Uh, since we were just being depressed about Heron Morton winning again, let's move on from that and reflect on our predictions from earlier in the year. Um, if you've remembered, we did some preseason predictions and then we did some predictions uh, before the second week of playoffs. Uh, we'll go through the preseason predictions now. Uh, so. Our, uh, the first thing we were trying to predict was who would be the top two. Um, and the actual top two were Woodruff and Heron Morton. Um, I said AC Mile Square and Broad Ripple City. Both were wrong. Yes, both were wrong. Uh, Jay, Jay said... Heron Morton, Bates Hendricks. I said Garfield and Heron Morton. And I said Heron Morton, Old North... Um, so, so you're all sad and upset by this Heron Morton winning, but you all picked them to win. Yeah, well, it was a we prediction know. that we're like, well, they're going to be in the top two, yeah. and they were. Didn't I have... Yeah. Wait, did I have... Oh, is the... Oh, I see the top two. Yeah, no, never mind. Uh, so the worst picks of those um, uh, were surprisingly not Jay and I being homers. Those were actually kind of close. The worst picks were from... Uh, Alicia and Jason um, Garfield finished 13th and Broad Ripple finished 12th. So. See, here's the thing though. I feel like, especially with Broad Ripple, they were ranked 12th but they were a better team than a 12th place team. Sure. So... But you can't... Yeah. That, that doesn't count for anything. And that's why we play the game. <laughs> uh, Alright, so we also tried to predict who finished in the bottom four. Um, what actually happened was Real West, MKU, Fountain Square, and Irvington were your play-in games. I had Bates Hendricks, Mass Ave, Mapleton, and Midtown. You didn't get a single one right. <laughs> sure did not. Nope. Um, and I had... Oh, well, I didn't get any of them right either. Old yes, North. You did. Oh. You I, got two I, right. I don't, this is a, I don't really think this is worth anything. This is like predicting the bottom four... Uh, ONU, Meridian Kessler, Speedway, Real West. I really picked Speedway to be the bottom four. That's so dumb. But you, you got NKU you also and Real West, right? You picked us, which... Well, that's just to make you mad. Exactly. Yes. And then I picked Bates just to, you know, so... Yeah. Which um, was foolish. Very foolish. <laughs> I, I picked Real Fletcher Place, Mass Ave, Irvington, and Found Square. So I got two out of four. And I picked MKU, Fletcher, Irvington, and Speedway. Uh, I got two out of four as well. Uh, Alicia and I had the worst picks. Um, we both picked Fletcher Place, who finished third. <laughs> so, pretty bad on our parts. And then Jay also had a, a terrible pick, uh, picking O and U. 
because uh, we finished fifth, not in the bottom four. And then our last thing we predicted at the beginning of the season was who will win it all. Uh, as you know, Heron Morton won it all. Uh, Jason and Alicia picked Miles Square. Jay picked Heron Morton, and I picked Old North. Uh, Jay got it right. Good work, Jay. <laughs> Before the season. Yeah, season. Um, uh, Jason and Alicia were the furthest off, but uh, I don't think that that matters here. Uh, let's go on to our playoff predictions. Um, I thought that my the uh, quarterfinal was going to be, or not the quarterfinal, the uh, semifinal. semifinal was going to be Heron Morton versus Mass Ave, which it one. was Both actually. Right. And then I thought the other quarterfinal or semifinal was going to be Mapleton versus ONU, um, and then ONU over Heron Morton. That was incorrect as ONU lost, but I did have. You got the, the first semifinal right. Yep. And, I, and Heron Morton. Yes. So I had Speedway versus Mass Ave. So Mass Ave was correct. Mapleton versus Old North, which neither were correct. And Speedway over Old North, which was not correct. <laughs> so you got one right. Yes. Great. Yeah. Uh, Jay? Uh... Yeah, I guess I had an upper downtown to the final over Fletcher and then Heron Morton. Oh, no, actually, I had Mapleton play upper downtown. No, I guess I got that wrong. Two points. <laughs> uh, so why did you pick upper downtown uh, then? Well, upper downtown in the playoffs when you had picked Heron Morton earlier in the season. I know. I just felt like this was the year. Uh, did you something. remember? He changed his mind through the season. Yeah. Did you remember who you picked? Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then I only got one right. Uh, picked Heron Morton versus Fletcher Place. Obviously, Fletcher didn't make it. Uh, Old North didn't beat uh, Upper Downtown. And so my final of Old North and Fletcher Place was quite wrong. So what I'm hearing is that my bracket won. Your bracket won among us, yes. We'd and I think we're the, the only queen. four who did All hail the queen. It, so. Yes. So, <laughs> Jason and I finished in last. Great job. Way to go. Um, yeah, first round draft pick I'm next I'm very happy to be there again. It's very comfortable and home-like. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the after party at this week? There's no after party because there's no event. We had the, the end of season party, which like 20 people came to, which was a little disappointing. Oh yeah, yeah it was a little dogs. light. The after season after party, the attendance end of season party was a little light. We we weren't there to tell people to go to it. Yes, they, they didn't um, know that it existed because we didn't have the podcast. Yes, <laughs> um, everyone got their trophies. They were awarded out. Uh, we got our party trophy and then had it immediately taken away because it was just a display version and not the real trophy. Mm -hmm. Which was disappointing because it was a chalice and we wanted to drink out of it. I mean, but that's okay. You guys got to repeat next year. Got I'm going to go to Jordan and Carly's house and steal it. Uh, let's talk about Indy 11. They've played a lot since we last uh, saw them, talked about them. Uh, they played St. Louis and Charlotte at home and won both games. 2-1 uh, over St. Louis and 3-1 over Charlotte. And then played it in Louisville uh, last Friday and uh, uh, tied 1-1. One uh, so that means that they've now gone 20 straight games without losing at home. 
which is pretty good. Very impressive. And now they are on 47 points from 23 games. They're still in fourth uh, behind New York Red Bulls 2, Nashville, and Tampa Bay. Um, still three or four games behind. Yes. Each of those teams have played more games, and Indy 11 can catch up to them with the games that they have in hand. Um, they're still definitely going to make the playoffs, and they're now um, 8% chance to win the final. They're the fifth favorite. They have a big game coming up next week against the New York Red Bulls 2. So that's four against one. Um, looking to make up some ground in the table and make winning those games in hand count. Um, yeah. And it's at home. Yeah, it's this at Wednesday. Home. It's this Wednesday. We're not playing soccer this Wednesday. Go to the game, support the 11. This will be their 21st in a row if they can uh, continue the streak. Fingers crossed. Um, it's gonna. They're uh, apparently a tough team, even though they're not real. So I know. Who would have thought? Yeah. 7 p.m. Lucas Oil Stadium. And Wednesday. then they also have a game on Saturday again in Charleston against the Charleston Battery. Chaz Battery, our favorite uh, team. Chaz Bat. Uh, and that is uh, this Saturday, Shabbat. September 7th at uh, 7.30 down there in Charleston. Um, one interesting note is that since they have so many games in hand, they have to play 11 games the rest of the season when everybody else is playing uh, 8 or 7. And so that means that from the, this game on Wednesday uh, to the end of the season on October uh, 16th, they have 11 games in 42 days. That's a game every 3.8 days, Oof. which mm-hmm. is rough for playing real soccer. How many of those are away games and are like on the road, road trips? Uh, Lots. If you wanted to know that, you should have asked me ahead of time <laughs> so okay. I could research that. I just was wondering how much travel would impact I mean, their I would, exhaustion level. I mean, my guess is that it'll be about half the yeah. games are, yeah. are each, so they're going to have lots of travel back and forth during the same week. So it's going to be going to be tough um, to keep on the, their hot streak that they're on, but... Yeah. Uh, they're going to show their medal, for sure, this uh, next month and a half or so. So let's talk about um, things that are going on this fall in Indy that you might want to check out. Since we're not going to do weekly stuff, figured I'd give you some things to look forward to. So uh, what do we got? You want to see Heron Morton's uh, championship trophy? It'll be on display at the Heron Morton Oktoberfest, September 28th. 3 to 9 at Heron Morton Place Park, 1927 North Alabama Street. They'll have the trophy there. I think the whole party is just getting the neighborhood out to see it. And it should be about <laughs> it. You'll line up in a long row around the neighborhood and just one like by one walk by it. Yeah. Exactly. You only get a quick 30 seconds or yep, two, five yep. seconds. And then yeah. the, the, there'll be the Heron Morton people there to like bless it and take like the, your purse and set it on the trophy and hand it back to you. <laughs> um, they, they, yeah, they now have, they've won it so many times they actually have a tradition around it. Yeah, so, so that's the Heron Morton Oktoberfest, which... Pretty sure we misspelled see the trophy, but it's okay. Oktoberfest is German for see the trophy. (laughs) Um, If you want to join us at the Heron Morton Oktoberfest, um, Old North is playing a heist. Uh, We're going to take the trophy. Why would you you tell listeners this? Heron Morton doesn't listen. (laughs) (laughs) 
Also, uh, you're, he's so confident that they won't be able to stop you. Yeah. You're like taunting them. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take that trophy. <laughs> uh, so if you want to... What? If you want to join us uh, in taking a, their trophy, um, our plan was that we'd uh, take it and uh, make it visit all the neighbor neighborhoods that it's never been to before and take photos of it. <laughs> so definitely like the first place we'd go would be Bates. <laughs> Yeah, it's never going to go there. <laughs> Not until the base three-year plan is complete. In two years. <laughs> In two next, years. Year. Yeah. next year. Next <laughs> year. Uh, another amazing event that's coming up is my personal favorite uh, festival in Indy, Cottage Home Block Party, Saturday, October 12th, from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. in Cottage Home Neighborhood at the Cottage Home uh, Park Space. It is so much fun. Um, please come out. It's like they decorate all the streets. They hang lanterns up. Uh, there's bonfire. There's live music. It's there's probably, vendors. I think it's one of my favorite events in Indy. So yeah, you guys have both it's been amazing. There. Where is it at again? It's in uh, Cottage Home. Describe at, the Cottage Home neighborhood. Is that so, Park Place? What? Like the Cottage Home Park Place? As yeah, in like, it's, it's their, not really a park. It's their it's, community park. Yeah, it's okay. like, so it's 714 North Highland Avenue is like the address of the actual park. But the party like spans across there all the way to Dorman Street too. Mm -hmm. There's like separate stages of music playing. Okay. And they have, they have two, two stages, right? Yeah. And then a whole line of food trucks. This really excellent barbecue place. Yes. Phenomenal. And their budget. Gordon's ice cream. I have, like I've been told their there. budget is like $20,000 for this. Oh, yeah. That's why it's so big. They have a brass band playing with yeah. a, you know, it's yeah. It, and uh, I don't know if they did it last year, but the year before that, they had flamethrowers, like people who are mm -hmm. getting yes. fire yeah. fire players. Yes, it literally yeah. like I keep joking that it keeps they keep raising it higher and higher that it's gonna just become like Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, like you get there and there's just elephants with like you know acrobats jumping on up and down. It's, it's fantastic. It's really amazing. So again, Saturday, October twelfth. <laughs> save the date. You won't regret it. It's lots of fun. It's a Near East Side staple. And uh, yeah, you'll see some of your hosts there. So uh, come out. We also have the historic Irvington Halloween Festival. Uh, it apparently lasts like a whole week. They have a whole week of events. But uh, the like main event is the street fair on Saturday, October 26th. From 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and then there's an after party there but uh, they've got stuff throughout the week leading up to that and uh, for the street fair they shut down all of Washington so like it's a big deal the coffin race uh, coffin race apparently this is like 75th year 74th year that they've done this so uh, if you're looking to check out the other events uh, go to irvingtonhalloween.com all right. Yeah, I mean, you know, that I, we're all silent because it's that time. He's just looking around at us. <laughs> all right, guys. Final power rankings of the year. Yay. It's power rankings with Jason. Jason. <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> I don't know when you're listening to this, but we are recording on Labor Day. And what is the big tradition for Labor Day? Not working. Cookouts, right? 
Yeah. Okay. This not, is your, this is not your... wearing white afterwards? Yeah, you don't wear white after this day. Yeah, cookouts are. So, okay. cookouts are a big event for Labor Day. It's your last time to cook out for the year. It's not true, but, you know, the last big um, get-together with family and barbecuing and cooking outdoors. So, what I have, the top... Well, it's the top one of each little category, so it's not really going to rank each one down. But we're going to say the top five for... Beverage, dessert, sides, chip flavors, and main course. Oh my goodness. Top five of each? No, just the top five. As in the top one, one of, of each. each. Got it. If you want to do the other four behind it. Nope. Because, of course, I'm you're not going to agree with what I pick as the top five. And so in Twitter or wherever you guys talk at each other, go ahead and do your corrections I guess I don't know why you would because I will be right so tell us what your top five are so we'll start with dessert okay we're going to go to something else I'm still thinking about dessert you know what's great he doesn't even have like a little sheet. Nothing. He's, he's just going off his memory. Nothing. If we go, okay, 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 okay. Here fly we go. Here by we go. the seat of his pants. Here we go. <laughs> Your best sides, and I gotta go fast so you guys don't interrupt me and I lose track. Best side, potato salad. I prefer the German style hot potato salad, but don't bring that. You can't bring that to a barbecue. So cold potato salad works great. Uh, chip flavor. I'm going to go barbecue. Not ridges, but barbecue. Just a good barbecue chip flavor. No um, way. Don't care what brand you are. <laughs> I mean, we're two for two because I'm jiving with you on this right now. I mean, where where is sour cream and onion? Where is cheddar? sour cream and like, onion I mean, is good, but barbecue is a nah. like a good cookout. Ba- chip. Barbecue flavored salt and vinegar chips. Is a close second. Don't taste like barbecue. No, but they. And I hate it. All right. Well. Go to Twitter. Make your own power rankings, Josh. Um, I am right now. <laughs> what my other one? Dessert. I'm gonna go with something. You got. You want to go cold? I think it's gotta be something cold. I don't want to go pie. I'm gonna go banana pudding. Okay. What? Banana pudding is okay, a good to cook out. Yeah, sure. Why not? Who's gonna eat that? Okay. S'mores. Okay. See, there you go. That's there a good. That's a good cookout. That's good. S'mores. Um. <laughs> So I'll easily say, swayed. Yes. Well, I didn't really think about it. I'll say the main course for last. Beverage. This is where I want to get some pushback. I know. It's fine. I don't care. A good, cheap Miller Lite. Or Bud Light with lime. Some blimes. Blimes are good. Blimes. Okay. Blimes. <laughs> uh, if you want to go, you know... Local brewery style and actually, you know, whatever. Support local business. Pachanga from Sun King is very Okay, good. I can go behind Pachanga. So, main course, it really just comes down to two things. I'm sorry, I need to interject. Miller Lite is disgusting. It can be, but, you know, you uh, drink one and the second one tastes better. It's like the uh, only thing his father drinks. Here's the deal. There's so many other better mm-hmm. cheap beers. Get a PBR. PBR used to be yeah, cheap. Yeah, get a it got expensive. Not more expensive than Miller Lite. Yeah, maybe not. Go get a Hams. And <laughs> taste, Hams? The, taste the 
Tastes the same cheap. as Miller Lite. Uh, cheaper. Pam's has a more metallic taste to it than uh, Miller Lite. I mean, something that I tried recently that was a lager was the, the new Sam 76. Sam Adams? Yeah. That seems Not a bit the, too high. I mean, well. it, oh, it's probably more expensive than Miller Lite for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But, like, I, I don't know. I just... Out of Miller Lite, Coors Light, Bud Light, Miller Lite's your best. Oh, I'd say Coors is the best. If you want to go, like, slight, oh, oh, slightly here different, we go, here we go. go Blood, Light, Blood Light Platinum. High Life. Come on now. But the good. Platinum was good. I did drink all your Platinums Blood from Light your... Platinum is a solid beer. It tastes better than Bud Light, and it has double the alcohol. So, like... I did drink all your Bud Light Platinums. From your cooler, so it also has that classic platinum flavor that everybody really likes. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Uh, and your main course. course dish, if you have it on a grill, if you have it in open fire, it's always going to be hot dogs. Yep. That's pretty solid. I think that was a good part of rankings. I mean, you could sub in a brat, but like it's the same family. Yeah, yeah it's the yeah. same family. Uh, but hot dogs, brat at a cookout, like there's nothing better. Nope, there's not. All right, that was power rankings. Da, 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 da. Wait, that was last year's. Do you still use that? I don't remember. You don't know because nobody listens. <laughs> <laughs> I listen. I just haven't listened um, since we haven't had yeah, a show in I, I three weeks. I'll do it. I'll I'll give you sound this time. <laughs> Generous. Remember, I have I have, have nine months to edit. I have nine months to edit this episode. You've got so. two days. Hey, I meant to get this out day. before the Indie Lemon game. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah. <laughs> or I just delete it. No, we talked about it. The longer I wait, the shorter it gets because I have to just delete stuff. That yeah, it, the really the drop dead bit date is like the after like, the Halloween fest, then I can <laughs> remove all of that stuff. <laughs> Uh, all right, so that's into power rankings. Uh, let's talk um, about the league future. Yes. Because I feel like yes. there was some stuff that we were going to talk about. You guys said there was expansion. That seems unlikely. I've heard expansion, which... I've heard name changes, maybe? I've heard location changes of teams. Really? Yeah. No. Maybe some neighborhoods. I, th- I think are we're just... Are you, are you we're, we're trying to push that. I don't think Jordan's Are you board. ready for my big... Reveal of the show teaser. Oh, yes. sure, yeah. Okay, Come after on. everyone left the commissioner's party, there was an idea floated that we scrap neighborhoods totally and do a 12 team zodiac signs. <laughs> Complete right. realignment so, based off of your zodiac this sign. This is not is team a, an idea that is going to go anywhere. But thank you for telling us it. Uh, so the problem is that um, when you look at the math, we have three fields. So three games, three fields. We're in a perfect situation where yes. we have 18, 18 teams. teams that fill that. So for us to have more teams, we'd have to magically have more fields space. appear. Or, yeah, so find a second location. Or a bigger Facility. individual location. That seems kind of difficult. The, the easy way to get around that, though is actually split up the conferences like they already are split up but do it more wholesale split where it's like usl where the east plays east west <laughs> plays west so you have the western teams or whatever what's the divisions called 
circle, circle and, and center or something. I don't know. So circle plays on Tuesdays and center plays on Thursdays. Oh god. Well, the, one of my concerns. Then you have about somewhere this... in the middle where you have interleague play and it gets all messed up. <laughs> I mean, okay, uh, but one of the problems is that um, one of the fun things about the games all being at the same place um, is that ever you go there and you see all the other people play. If you have to drive five miles across yeah. town, nobody's going to really do that. Um, to and with like after parties and stuff too, yeah. it makes things complicated. It's tough. I mean, I'm not sure unless we can find a place that is. Pretty much central greens with floodlights. We could add an extra hour, but that would be kind of wild playing from nine to ten. Uh, could you imagine so though go, playing? Go to Coons. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's then, that, but then it's play. grass versus turf, and the, uh, yeah. I can just tell you right now, Coons is brutal. sometimes just rough, just real rough playing. Could you imagine there. having a championship game though, one seed versus on each side playing for the first time ever? There's no history there. There, it's it's. Yeah, right. It's well, a neighborhood rec soccer league. There's it, never any history. It's not, yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, well, this is not like is the Yankees and the Red Sox. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, they play with each other all the time. Uh, so, um, the, but on the other hand, when you think about it, like we filled up every team. In fact, mm-hmm. several teams were beyond capacity and were okay. Like, I'm looking at you, Irvington, who I personally saw their roster had 21 people on it. And I was like, that's too much. That's a bug in the software. And I told Carly, and Carly was like, oh, no. And she messaged the team, and they were all like, oh, we're fine. Well, it turns out it's really hard to get build any form of chemistry or have any sort of success when you play a seven-on-seven seven with 50 people. <laughs> <laughs> They're bottom of the barrel. They, they lost every game well, that they played. So. What, what was interesting is uh, I think it was three weeks into the season, we randomly had... Some guy that from San Diego, who oh, it was amazing, who um, got added to our team even though we were full. Yeah, see. And uh, it turns out he actually went to high school with one of the people on our team. Cool. And they didn't know that they were living in the same city. What? Yes, that's, that's great. They're that's like awesome. Henry, Ryan. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Well, I'm on your soccer team. Cool, that man. Weird. Like that's awesome. That was real weird. That's awesome. Um, but like we we got added to and we were already full. So I mean. If yeah. we were full, I, if we got more people, that means every team was full. Yeah, right. So, so I mean, I don't know. They're, they're talking about what to do here. I, I personally would um, <clears throat> think it would be good to have a, a more south side team. Like, there have been talks about having a Bates have two teams. Uh, but I don't think that's necessary. You could just pick a neighborhood that's a little bit more south than Garfield Park. The rise of Bean Creek. Yeah, Bean yeah. Creek. I could go And then that. just... University you know. Heights. Well, I mean, we, we were saying... Rollers. I like University Heights. That's a good one. Well, we were also saying that, like, the Near East Side has Cottage Home and Woodruff Place. Which, which are, are two most expensive neighborhoods in the Near East Side, which no yeah. millennials can which afford. Which not a lot yeah. of people in our demographic live in, but there's a lot of other East Side neighborhoods that... Brookside, St. Clair Place, Springdale, Rivoli Park. Yeah. And even Windsor Park. Like, I mean, we could we could make, like, instead of Cottage Home in Woodruff, I think Woodruff should dissolve and we should find a different neighborhood for it on the East Side. Because it's yep. just... There's rarely ever anyone that actually lives in Woodruff. Can you do a more generic name like Real West? And I mean, that's the thing. Like you could do the, Real East. the no, the the Near East something. So yeah. like, yeah, yeah. 
that's why I think uh, like for the south side you could have like a I don't know University Heights mm -hmm. something like that I don't know what that would be probably there's some famous university teams out there just Universidad yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah I mean like just some rough math I mean we've got nearly 300 people 400 people in this league uh, we could get more so I guess the question then is like do we want to do that or do do you want to we have an instinct to just grow and grow and grow that's like a just a disease of just the world we live in right? yeah, yeah. Not I can't okay do with the math like, I can't do the math right now but if we add say like three teams could you do like a bye week for each team like three teams See, get it's like real complicated. yeah I mean, and also I mean, like we could we could narrow the fields Oh my gosh! Could. Even yeah. more narrow than they already are. Yeah, I mean that would be the other option. Um, so, and I mean, how much more can you expand? Like, even you you have 20, 20 yeah. in your league. That's a lot. That's like a European league. Yeah. We, well, here's so. the other idea. I know Central Greens is expanding. Are they planning on adding any more types of fields at Central Greens really? beyond? Well, that's what I'm asking. Do we know because so, we have a soccer no. field? Would they have like a baseball or a football field that could also then be used as a soccer additional? By the way, field? Jason's going to tell you that you need to call it Central State. Not I'm Central so Greens. sorry. Well, Central Greens is a soccer field. That's, Central State's the whole thing. Right. Uh, St. Anthony's has one or two soccer fields. Right. Right across on the other corner yeah. of Central State, but they're both grass. So, okay. And I don't think I think they have like four goals, so we're not carrying okay. the goals over there. Or well, do you know if there's any opportunity to expand for like a different type of field? I know like the the field we have is also a football field because there's the goalposts and mm -hmm. the line markings, but a baseball field that we could use the outfield for. There's no plans soccer. like that. Mm, tough luck. Wishful thinking. We could play in uh, that like grass area that's behind the hill, closer to the road that you come in on. You could Where play. All the balls get shanked. Yes, <laughs> you could play behind pup. That's like big grass lot. I mean, we could. That would go back to our roots of uh, of the first season uh, when we oh, played yeah. at White River State Park for the first three. Yeah, weeks. Everyone has to play no. a throwback game one week. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they were, and all. They were. I I was going back through and reading some of those emails to try to find uh, old results, and like Jordan was just talking about how White River State Park was so mad that we used the fields and got them torn up because we played soccer on them. It's you like, mean what they agreed for? Yeah, us to do? yeah. Just it, was, it was so silly at the time, and it's no no less silly in retrospect. Like we were going there to play a soccer league. And they got mad right. because it was a damp, and we tore up the grass a little bit. So then we had to play at Garfield Park, and I almost tore my knee up. Garfield was uh, rough. That's it was very bad. Uh, all right, so... So also, Tuesday, Thursday is your best idea. So maybe just share, again, your ideas with us. First, you know, how you take down Herman Morton. Second, what you do to expand the league or change it up. Um, next season. Third, you're better beer than Miller Lite. <laughs> all. Yes. All the tweets. Yes. No, I mean, just We're all really trying to get beers. listener engagement here. Uh, so, yeah, the, I don't know if we fixed it. I don't know if there is a fix for this. Because it's, it would be a bummer for people to not be able to play in the league because it's so popular, especially people that we know and that we've played with for a long time. So, But... 
then you don't get any new people, you don't know new blood, all that, so... You're not making new friends, you're not building camaraderie across the city, yeah. Yeah, it's a problem with not a clear solution, so... Good luck to Jordan when he starts thinking about it next April. <laughs> well, uh... Glad I got a, a reaction even if it was delayed on that. Yeah, that was a little delayed. It's good. Oh, I'm going to have to remember to find that piece and edit it out. <laughs> he's not going to listen to this. Yeah, you're right, he's not. He said several he's, times, he's, he's like, oh, I just kind of stopped. He's five or six weeks behind now, so... Sure. Yeah. That's generous. Yeah. And I mean, I think he would tell you that he got a late start this year, so... Yeah, he did, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the something I am aware of is that the... Indy City Football has restructured outside of Big Car. That, that I think we all know about yeah. that. Um, and I've gotten some insight into... I'm supposed to be helping with this. I don't know when we're going to start. But um, modularizing the whole city operation. football operation. Yeah. Because uh, I think that Jordan has identified and he knows people who, who said they'd be willing to do it for, um, let's say, Louisville... Uh, Cincinnati, and I can't remember a third city that was also. So at least two two places of interest, which for me, it's just like, oh sweet, we can have a Champions League. That's all I care about. Oh my gosh. Just oh want, my gosh. You, you had this idea last year, and it, it's it's so... No, no, no. Not, See, it wouldn't be like a weekly thing. You would okay. just all do a weekend. It would be on a weekend. Sure. Yeah. So everybody drives down, and then you have like the winners just play like a little bracket. Like a little group stage. <laughs> Be pretty fun. And then the winners of that play against the winners of Paris City football. Well, it wouldn't be Paris. It'd be like Lyon because the big cities don't get these. And then it'd be the, the Club World <laughs> Championship <laughs> City football. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I think that at that point, if we're doing a Champions League, we should create, these should be real teams and we should try to compete in the U.S. Open Cup. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. that's true. That's like, true. whatever team wins the Champions League, yeah. we're going to apply and make that a real team and apply to play oh, in, you like, have to at that point. one of the oh, bottom no, immature <laughs> start levels of the U.S. Open Cup. At this point, for your neighborhood to qualify to be in the league, you have to have a home field, like a home pitch, a oh, soccer God. field oh, yeah. in your neighborhood. right. right. Don't to build a new stadium, just okay. have to have an open that, pitch. That is definitely, um, would be to very slanted towards certain demographics. Um, basically, you've created a suburban city football no, well, instead yeah. of a neighborhood. No, because Garfield Park has room. They could petition to get a soccer field okay, actually so put Garfield. into... AC Miles Square, Fountain Square, Upper Downtown, Look, you have like, uh, Heron Morton, Heron Morton has side. a high school they uh, play somewhere. Woodruff no. Place. Like, none of these Rich places... People. Well, none of these places have the area. I mean, they would have the resources, but they they don't have the area for any of this. And Let's then talk. if you're talking about... I, why are we talking about this? Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Great. Uh, anything else about the league we want to talk about? Nope. All right, great. See you uh, next year. <laughs> I don't think there's... I don't think we need to talk about the world in sports. Are um, we doing a, um, a FIFA tournament? Yes, uh, more information coming. I need to talk to someone at Big Car about it. Um, I've got interest. We just 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are interested. So keep an ear. Keep uh, your. We'll do a podcast episode for that. That'll be kind of fun. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. Indie Indie City FIFA. Uh, Indie City Snowball Fight. Yeah. Are we uh, doing the cricket tournament? No. Okay. <laughs> So uh, one thing I wanted Can to I talk come over about. Can I play cricket with you? On oh, on the PS4? PlayStation. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I want to come too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're, weren't we going to take a uh, podcast trip to uh, Figure Eight? We were going to Figure Eight. The Major Taylor Velodrome. Major no. I just want to say I can't wait until next spring when we resume this podcast and look at all the things we didn't <laughs> do this winter. Oh yeah, right. We're going to do none of these. We <laughs> talked about pretty much all of these last year, and we didn't do any of them. We didn't do a show. We didn't do anything. We'll any try to do either. at least one thing. I didn't see you guys until the opening party. It's true. You were dead to us until then. Uh-huh. I think one thing I regret we sh- like probably should have uh, recorded this sooner is that I really wanted to. I should have uh, done just because this weekend was the Mayor's Futsal Cup, mm. which is um, th- when they announced it. It's so it's a three-day uh, futsal tournament that features like. Uh, anywhere from 20 to 30 teams, depending on how many people sign up. If those of you who don't know about it, um, it's basically like a mini World Cup. Um, and Except people, none of the people have to be from the country they're representing. Right, so it used to be. I mean, it's become looser over the years, but in, in the first year it definitely was um, like you had a team of Bosnians, a team of you know people from Senegal, people from Nigeria. But it's kind of fallen, it's become kind of mixed up. But what you do find is that certain countries definitely have teams where all the people are from there. So like all the Central American companies, Guatemala, Honduras, yeah. there's El Salvador, extremely good. Uh, Brazil, of course, a bunch of Brazilians. Um, and then like with names like Junior, it's awesome. Yeah. And then um, Mexico, Mexico won. Uh, so this year, your uh, Indy City football friends, um, I think I saw other people from Indy City football in, in the tournament, but our team might have had the highest percentage. We had something like eight or nine people on our team who were Indy City football. So three guys from Fletcher, the goalie from Upper Downtown, I mean from Heron Morton, um, uh, myself, and then uh, a guy from Woodruff. So a total of like nine people. We played as Kenya because uh, I was born there and Paul is Kenyan and we had another guy from Nigeria. So we were like, oh, we'll, just pick, we'll round up an African country, and then we just fi- <laughs> we filled out we filled out with we filled it with a bunch of white people, pretty much. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> half, half white, half and then half Latin people. Like we had a Guatemalan guy and a Honduran guy or a, a Costa Rican guy. Oh the story of Africa, right? So, but um, it was very exciting. Uh, this is an incredibly competitive tournament, and uh, in, in the opening ceremony, the mayor was there. And he apparently he said that this is the largest uh, adult futsal tournament in the United States. Nice. Didn't know that. Pretty Although cool. we were all like, mm, I'm gonna fact check that because, <laughs> but it makes sense. There are about 500 playing people because there were 20, 20 women's odd. tournament too, right? There's a women's tournament of I think only six te- or eight teams this year, but um, Mexico swept both. Uh, team Kenya, which was our team, uh, was drawn in a group with Mexico, Iceland, Saudi Arabia, and Greece. So we had five team groups. Um, we beat Iceland 3-1, and then we got a walkover from over Saudi Arabia. And this, oh, the kingdom really, like, Saudi Arabia withdrew from the tournament in the most Saudi way possible. Like, they didn't show up for, the, like, five minutes to go for kickoff for their first game, and the tournament organizer is like, where the hell are these guys? So he phones up the captain, and the captain's like, 
Oh, man. You know what? We decided to go to this one tournament in Chicago. So, you know, we won't be there. And so they had they paid for the it's six hundred dollars oh to, to like register a team, <laughs> and they were just like oh they just forgot they're just like hey keep the money it's no problem, <laughs> so they oh got a four zero loss in every game, and so that means we beat them. Then the following day, <laughs> yeah you did, yeah we beat, we beat the hell out of them. <laughs> uh, and then on on the, the following morning we played Mexico. My goodness, it was brutal. Um, they are actually. Very physical, but actually not not any not um, should I say dishonorable? Like they played not dirty. Yeah, they didn't play dirty. They played just very tough. just very tough, and they beat us five one. Wow. Um, we had some very close close calls. Turns out that our goalie Dan, uh, who is the Heronborn goalie, is also like he played baseball. So he we discovered that he, he has a superpower. He can throw a futsal ball at head height, full speed from his goal into the what? other goal. What? And it's, it's like goes at Does a that count speed. as a goal? If it does go if in? If it slightly touches someone. <laughs> and that was the idea. So he would, he would <laughs> just, just whip like, it. once he got it, our striker would just start running in and he would just power it. So we had about three or four chances of, we, we scored one or two goals like that. One goal was the most amazing, like it just came off the top of the, the striker's head and chipped the goalie went in. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> So um, then we needed to beat Greece in order to go through uh, to play the uh, quarterfinals. We were winning 3-1, 3-2 up until the very last minute, and uh, Greece just put one in, equalized. Um, you know, it, was, it, was, it felt really good. It was extremely exciting. Um, we had some of the, the weirdest goals I've ever seen. <laughs> but we were all kind of re- relieved because if we had won that game at 8.30 p.m., we would have had to play Brazil. Oh my gosh! So, and we were so we were all over at, at my place, and and uh, we were just having some drinks and talking about it. And I checked uh, the score. Some trulies. Some trulies. Yeah, we had a truly party. Um, I didn't. That was not my decision. Uh, but we checked the scores, and Brazil only won two one oh, against man. Greece. So our whole team was like, ah, oh, we could have taken them. Uh, but then again, like. Probably we not. would play El Salvador in the match after that, and then we're all like physically just tired and beaten. I mean, you, you should see that like futsal, competitive futsal is extremely grueling. Uh, in the final, like one of the Brazilian players' arm was wrapped up because he had clearly broken or sprained it, like in the course of the tournament. Another guy, like everyone's, it, it, it's just incredible. I, I, I recommend it um, f- uh, if anyone ever wants to go and watch uh, futsal indie. That's our semi-pro team. Uh, I recommend that, or just in general, the Mayor's Cup. I'll probably bring it up next year. Nice. What? <laughs> I want to play next year. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Um, I know we're not supposed to be doing world sports talks. Do we want to do indie sports talk, though? Yeah. Do we want to talk about the, fuel. the well, other type of football? If We can um, talk about it if Jay wants to talk about it, because we're at 58 minutes right now of recording. Do you want to oh, keep talking, right. Jay? Uh, not really. <laughs> okay. Andrew Luck does not exist. He exists. He uh, is going to go be happy instead of playing uh, Gridiron. Um, Alright, so that's our show, I think. Anybody want to do sponsors? I haven't thought about it at all. I um, haven't either. Today's show is brought to you by Last Place. Last Place, it's very comfortable and homely. That's a good one. Great. That's one. No one else has one. 
This week's show is brought to you by Heron Morton. Heron Morton. Goddamn robots. This week's show is also brought to you by Birth Control. Birth Control. Make sure you use it so you don't lose all your female players next summer. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not as good. <sighs> you can cut that one out. Just leave it all. We should just post this raw, unedited. I think, uh, I think we can keep everything. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's the end of our time. We've droned on for a very long time. Uh, and I'm sorry. Uh, so if you've made it this far, congratulations. Uh, we will see you next year. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe. Hit the little uh, heart button below. Um, and click this video in the upper right to watch another episode of Indie City Football Live. <laughs> Thank you for ha are giving us a YouTube outro. Uh -huh. I appreciate it. Uh, bye! See ya! See you! Next season on Indie City Football Live. <laughs> Three red cards in one quarter. Oh my goodness. What? That's the most in any quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere in the rules does it say a dog can't play. Andrew Lux come back in Indie City Football, a different kind of football. <laughs> Yeah, he immediately got a red... He's the one who got the three red cards because he kept picking the ball up and spiraling it. It's not allowed. Yeah, he somehow did it with a soccer He squished it. And then just spiraled his soccer ball. You know, he played soccer before he played football, right? Yeah, but he's forgotten. Oh, he forgot. Okay. He forgot. Wait, so he took off his pants too this time? I knew it was going to happen. And that's how Indy City Football lost all of the soccer balls. Aaron Morton's houses started burning down <laughs> and <laughs> women started getting pregnant? <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> what do you mean he's gone? How could he be gone? He was just here! How did he score with his butt? He doesn't even have one. <laughs> oh, and the winning team for uh, aluminum recycling points this season is Old North United. Yes. Good work, guys. The new points we added for recycling only aluminum, uh, which was one ten-thousandth of a point per gram of donated aluminum. <laughs> you guys won it. That's great work. We got, we got a total of Seven thousandth of a point. That's right. That's right. You, well, that's pretty good, though, because you donated uh, over a ton of aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> well, our math is terrible. That's incredibly bad. <laughs> <laughs> Would